The reality is we all have a personal brand. It's either by design or by default. And I think we all are doing ourselves a massive disservice if we don't intentionally design our personal brands. Welcome to the Confidence Council podcast. This show is designed for high achieving women who, despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea, but the vision feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. My name is Monica Burkoff. I'm a trial lawyer, a mom, and a wife. And I'm here because I know from my own experience that feeling stuck or unfulfilled does not have to be your reality. With a positive mindset and the right counsel, you too can create the life of your dreams. My hope and intention for this podcast is that you walk away feeling confident, motivated, and inspired to embrace your authentic self and to take bold action toward your dream life. Are you ready to get started? All rise. Today's episode is a treat for everybody. We are joined by executive coach, brand strategist, and the founder and CEO of On Brand Group, Mallory Dittmer. Mallory has consulted with brands like Burberry, Coach, Kate Spade, and now she's here to consult us on how we can develop our personal brand. So Mallory, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your background and how you know so much about branding, and then we'll kind of weave into your personal philosophy with the personal branding. Yeah, of course. So branding, I kind of fell into it. I didn't really understand brand going into it other than the fact that I was obsessed with brands like Kate Spade and brand, you know, the fashion brands. I've always really loved them. Um, but I fell in love with it because branding is all encompassing. If you're on a brand team with a brand like Kate Spade, you touch sales, you touch marketing, you touch design, you touch all areas of the business to make sure everything is moving in the right direction, in the same direction. So that way you can build product and build a lifestyle that the customer wants, right? And so I've had a lot of experience working with a lot of brands, like you mentioned. I think the total list is something like 32 different brands. It's fascinating to me because brand, you have these massive multi-billion dollar global organizations with offices all over the world, different cultures, different languages, and yet everyone knows how to move in the right direction. Everyone knows what's on brand and what's not on brand. Like Mon, I'm guessing you would be really shocked to see like a camo Kate Spade bag at Walmart. Yes. (laughs) Like that would never happen, right? And that's very intentional. Everything about how the product gets on the floor is extremely intentional to make sure that the integrity of the brand, the values of the brand are upheld. And so my career has been all in that, you know, for the past 15 years. Um, And it kind of took a turn I was not expecting when I became a mom. I, for a long time, didn't know if I would even have kids because I was so dead set on like C-suite, breaking the glass ceiling, like that was my goal. And then, you know, 
I was really skeptical of the whole like, oh, you have kids and everything changes, you know, but oh my God, <laughs> as you yes. know, you know, <laughs> everything changes. Um, and so that was when I really started to have to reevaluate my life because I was miserable. I was so burnt out. I was so, every time I was with my family, I was thinking about work. And every time I was at work, I was thinking about my family. I traveled a lot. So that happened a lot. And that's when I really started to look at my life and what my values are and the direction I want my life to go. Um, and I started to realize that, you know, a lot of my creative energy and problem solving and strategy was being used in work. I wasn't using any of it on my life. <laughs> we kind of, are so exhausted by the end of the day. It's like all of our best work is being done on something that's very important, but ultimately isn't the most important thing, right? So I can just, I am like brain dead when I get home sometimes and I'm like dumb. And my husband's like, how do you function? Not only function, but like excel at work. <laughs> you, I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't, the other day we were talking about making hamburgers and he was like, oh, I got like a meat press on Amazon. It's coming today. Today, I'm like, why'd you get that? We have a panini maker. He's like, no, to press the raw meat. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like, so yes, I get it. Yep. yep. So you use up all of that energy <laughs> at work. And then you're like, oh, why can't I lose this weight? And oh, like, why do I feel so like, I can't figure out how to balance all this stuff. And, you know, it is because one, we don't have anyone showing us how, right? Like, thankfully, now we're starting to see, especially from the pandemic, work-life balance being really important. But, you know, for the majority of our career, it was not really talked about, you know, it was just about grinding, you know, and mm -hmm. you grind the most. And so, um, yeah, I decided to kind of put my business mind to my personal life and ultimately found that I ended up kind of rebuilding my personal brand. I hadn't intentionally built a personal brand for myself before, but the reality is we all have a personal brand. It's either by design or by default. And I think we all are doing ourselves a massive disservice if we don't intentionally design our personal brands. What would you say your personal brand was before um, when you were at work full-time before you became a mom? If, was it by default or was it intentional? No, it was it was by default because I wasn't thinking about it as a brand. I was just, to me, it was like the embodiment of the high achievers curse, right? Where it's all about achievement. Everything I did, it was about exceeding expectations. I carried so much of my own worth in my title and my job and my salary and all these things that ultimately don't matter as much as we give them, you know, the energy to. Um, so yeah, it shifted entirely when I started thinking about, you know, like, okay, before it was C-suite or nothing. Now it's how am I going to be a traveling all the time C-suite executive and be a very present mom for my son, right? Like how am I going to make these two worlds work? And ultimately a big part of what I did was relook at my values. You know, that's kind of where the process begins. When I work with clients, we think about our values. I think a lot of times the instant, the instinct is to go, well, at home, my values are this and at work, my values are that when actually we're not two different people, right? We live one life. And that was a huge wake up call for me. It was this idea that I'm like living a double life. We have to bring those ideas together, like, because we have to learn to prioritize things. We have to figure out what's most important to us because 
none of us are ever going to reach our greatest potential if we're constantly fighting these two versions of ourselves, right? We need them to work together. Why would someone, so someone who let's say is not in business for themselves or isn't an entrepreneur in any way, would they still benefit from personal branding? Oh, absolutely. My clients are all corporate women that still have corporate careers. So absolutely, because based on our conversation, you know, I have a very different definition of a personal brand than most people. You know, this is not really about reputation and, you know, your follower count on LinkedIn or, you know, things like that. It's taking it to a much deeper level where it's about getting really clear on who you are and what you want and the way you want to go and, and make it happen. And then living your life accordingly, figuring out what's on brand for me, knowing the kind of person I want to become, the values that are important to me and kind of how they're prioritized. Like, how am I going to get there in a way that's on brand, you know? So it sounds like what we're about to dive into is super important for anyone that is looking to maybe reinvent or is in that stuck feeling right? Or is in between phases of their life or transitioning in some way that needs more clarity about who they want to be, which direction they want to go. And even that big word purpose, you know, I feel like that kind of is hanging over everyone's head when they hit their thirties. What is my purpose? Can it all kind of start with the branding, the personal branding? Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. It's that feeling of being stuck. And then also we're so close to all of our stuff that it's really hard for us to see it clearly. And also we're working all day and then we're trying to be a parent at night and we don't ever give time to actually, let me just sit back and like, think about this. You know, we, there's a lot of different coaches and different things out there that kind of give you different tools to dig into your life. But I feel like personal branding really brings all those things together and gives you a very simple question to ask yourself. Anytime you're faced with a challenge where you don't know, you know, exactly which way to go. Do I stay here late and finish this project or do I go be there on time for the t-ball game? You know, like different things like that where you can go, well, I know my brand. I know who I am. I know what's most important to me, the kind of person I want to become. So which is the the on-brand direction for me? Which, which so could we... Could you kind of walk me through it as if I'm your client? Like where where would we start? So we would start by, you know, obviously you tell me everything that's going on um, and we'd really dig into values first and foremost. You know, we take time to figure out kind of your top five values as a person, you know, like what what's most important to you. Um, and that's really done in our like discovery and definition phase of the process. Right. We figure out our values. We figure out you know, our brand promise, you know, every brand has a promise it's making to consumers here. It's a promise you're making to the people in your life, right? How am I going to show up for the people in my life at home? How am I going to show up for the people at work, friends, etc.? It's just thinking about super holistically who you are and how you want to represent yourself. And so often it seems so simple, but we just, we don't really take the time to do that a lot of times to where it's very clear. Um, And I do think a lot of times you need a coach to kind of shine a light and put up a mirror on, on these things to help you get to those clear answers. But that's really how the process begins. So what's an example of like Kate Spade's brand promise? Yeah. So for Kate Spade, one of their 
big things that they've had in their history forever. She is quick and curious and playful and fun. That is like a Kate Spade slogan. And so all of Kate Spade's products are going to have that kind of spirit to them, quick and curious and playful and fun. You'll notice Kate Spade is very colorful. You know, um, one of their slogans was also live colorfully for many, many years. It's all about living life to the fullest. It's very feminine. Um, So there's a version of that for every brand. And it evolves as, you know, seasons change and times evolve. And that's why you know, with branding too, your brand will always evolve based on the season of life that you're in. So the five words that we're shooting for here are, what are some examples? So for me personally, like, you know, one of my big values is adventure. Like I love adventure. And so, and your values, they're going to, again, it's like bringing professional and personal worlds together. I Travel is very important to me. It's I want it to be a big part of my life. I want it to be an even bigger part of my life one day when the kids are out of the house, you know? So thinking about adventure now, how do I need to think about my time at home now and with my family and the things that we're planning? And how do I need to think about my career long-term to make sure I'm in a place where one day I can travel? And I'll be honest with you, it is my goal in the next 18 years, because my daughter is one, uh, to build my platform large enough to when she graduates, me and my my husband start traveling the world on speaking engagements. And like, that's the goal for my career so that I can, you know, be paid to go travel the world. Um, Yes. And so does the word, the values, the five, the five different values, Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it sounds like it doesn't have to necessarily translate into your career as well as your home life. Right. Like, are you applying adventure at work too? Or is it more so like an overarching life theme? Yeah. So adventure at work would really just be about my plans for my career to make sure it's being really intentional about, you know, the promotions I'm going for to make sure I have my, my husband's a teacher. So the summer is a big adventure time for us. So making sure that I'm planning my calendar accordingly um, at work and at home. But then I also have ones that are like, you know, that kind of feel more work life. I'm kind of a dork and I like all my values to have start with an A, but one of them is assignment. You know, I feel like we all have this like big assignment from God, a calling that we're all called to to do. And so I think about that, you know, I'm in the career I'm in for a reason. How am I showing up for the people there? How am I leading, you know, for my corporate clients? It's, it's so much about what example are you setting, right? What, what kind of legacy are you going to, to leave? You know, one of my clients now, she, she's in a company that's so old school and just work-life balance again is like not even discussed now, which is shows you how old school it is. Um, and so she's like, you know, trying to become an agent of change in hers. That's one of her values is being an agent of change. And so she's working on ways to model what it is to have work-life balance and put up boundaries. And we've been working together a year and it's been so amazing to see those values come, come to life and come to fruition. And she's being promoted at the same time. You know, once you get really clear on what you want and who you are, like you go more confidently in the direction of your dreams and you you end up showing up better 
in every room you walk into. And so that's the power of it. You don't, it's not about taking anything away. It's not about, it's just about using all the best of you to make, make it all come true. I think a big one for me is freedom. And I feel like you've mentioned that too, or I'm getting a sense of that. And freedom is, I think, my new definition of success. You know, right? Success before was the promotion, was the high paying salary. And now it's more so, can I control my own schedule? I think that is, can I work? You know, like this week, my nanny is on vacation and I am so blessed to have a job where I'm not tied to my desk or my phone watching for emails. I've got a team that is very awesome and they are running it while I'm just kind of hanging out with my kids all week, you know? So that freedom thing is something that I never knew I could have, but I've really put in the work to make sure that they were well-equipped to handle it while I'm step taking a step back, you know? So I do think, cause I, I do, I talk about greater success, fulfillment, and freedom all at the same time. Like that's the goal, right? Is like, how do you actually make that work? Because I think ultimately that's freedom is the number one thing most of us want. It's just kind of dressed up differently. But when we think about getting that bigger job, usually the idea is like that comes with the perk of having time to go do other things. You know, a lot of us, I think, got into our corporate careers and saw like, wait a minute, <laughs> this person is <laughs> like, that's not what I thought this was. They're, you know, I feel like you're supposed to pay your dues and then there's a big payoff. And then, but a lot of times that's, that's not the case. Yeah. You do. You have to it's build more it. responsibility and yeah. Yeah. You have to build it really intentionally. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got our discovery. We've discovered who we want to be, what is most important to us. What's the second phase? So that's when we get into like our strategy and planning. Like how are we actually going to go execute this in a way that people are going to be, you know, accepting to, you know, a lot of times we talk about boundaries and had to put up boundaries at work and it's like, yeah, easier said than done. Like, what does that mean? You know, people are just supposed to walk in and people that know me and I'm just, you know, how do you do that? Right. And I think through this lens of personal branding, you do it in a way that is very acceptable in a corporate, you know, kind of environment in a lot of different environments because you're just making, it's very subtle shifts right? It's just, it's all about these small decisions that you're going to make that six months down the road is a massive change. But to everyone else, it's just been like, oh, she decided that, you know, she's taking Friday off after that trip. Like, you know, I guess that's fine. You know, like I had a client who she had a three day trip in the middle of the week and she knew she was going to be exhausted. So from the outset, she's like, I'm going to take off Friday to recoup so that when I come back on Monday, I'm ready to go. And she is a little strange to people at first, but then as we all know, the sky didn't fall when she was gone, right? Everything was fine. She came back. She was feeling good. She was really proud of herself for doing something that felt aligned with what she wanted and the way she knew she wanted to show up. So it's fine. Something that I feel like I did maybe five years ago before I was even promoted, which is funny because like you said, like when you start putting those boundaries up, things kind of line up for you, right? Mm -hmm. So before I even had kids, I remember I was like, I'm not going to look at my email after 
six, right? Like after the train, the train ride home, I'm done. The second I get up, step off the platform, I'm done working. I'm turning it off and I'm going to enjoy my evening. And man, do not, a lot of people do not do that. And they don't turn it off and they're checking all day and stuff like that. And then they're expected to be responding because that's the brand that they have, right? Is always available. Whereas for me, if somebody needs to reach me, they it has to be a, a literally an SOS and it's a text like, hey, I know you're not looking at your email right now, da 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 da, da right? Like, because they know because I started doing that, it was important to me. And then now it's normal. Now everyone's like, oh, Monica, she just doesn't look at her phone. Now it's like five, you know, I keep creeping it up. Beca- and then it's like you said, it's, it's expected now. It's not weird. Maybe it was a little stressful at first, but I'm like, this is my boundary. And this is, and it's working out great for me. I'll say that. Yeah, it really is. It, I think these things, they always seem like scary, especially if no one else is doing them. And it's funny. A lot of times, even when people see other people doing them, for some reason, they still feel like, well, I could never do that. And it's like, yeah, yes, you could. <laughs> yes, you actually could. Um, but I think exactly what you said, that is your, that is your brand and how that you, if you're always on and always available, or if you're not, but that doesn't make you any less successful, right? Mm-hmm. You can still mm-hmm. be super successful. And then a lot of times be more successful because you're giving yourself time to unwind. You know, we actually do need time to unwind to then go and perform and be our best. So I think it's one thing to change things, but also to think about precedence. You know, we, we you know, we're on confidence council. So we know how important precedent is, right? So the same thing, like, when I started a new job and I was based in Eastern time and they're based in Pacific time, I said from the outset, like, I'm not working past six Eastern time, even though that's only three o'clock in the afternoon for them, you know, because I know otherwise they're just, they won't stop. They're just, they'll put meetings on my calendar during dinner time, you know? And so being really intentional, whenever there's an opportunity to set a new precedent, that also helps build your brand. And that's the kind of thing that goes into the strategy and planning phase uh, to make sure that you're taking advantage of all those opportunities to kind of give people a new expectation of you. Because so many of us were such high achievers. We grew up, you know, wanting to have these big careers and we had to come in and, you know, we've been conditioned to think we've got to be perfect and overachieve and exceed expectations and, you know, never sleep. And so that becomes the expectation. <laughs> so we shoot ourselves in the foot that way, but you can change it. What is, because I know we're talking a lot about kind of working women. Mm-hmm. Are there, obviously personal branding is important for like women that have, you know, put their careers, you know, maybe to the side to focus on their family or like stay at home moms. We, we both have a lot of friends who are stay at home moms and I'm doing it this week. It's so rewarding, but it is a lot of work. It's different. It's Um, But what are some ways that they can also take advantage of this personal branding concept? What are some examples for them? So absolutely. I think the whole concept of personal branding is to really look internally and figure out what's most important to you and how you want to show up. And so that, that is so relevant at work and at home because so often it's actually even more relevant at home because we're... We're so much, we're willing to sacrifice so much for our kids, right? We want to give them everything. And so a lot of people though, myself included, you know, I had kids and all of a sudden, like, 
any idea of working out or like any, like having a healthy lifestyle went out the window because I just was tired and didn't have time for it and just wanted to, you know, give them all of my attention. So that's just mm-hmm. one example, but so many different things of like, you know, how to prioritize yourself, your needs, your self-care, which sure is a mani petty, but is also, you know, working out and getting enough sleep and getting time with friends and, you know, getting time to yourself. Um, it absolutely applies. Just thinking of like another value, like energy or something, right? I feel like kids take a lot of energy, but like you still need some to give back to yourself. So like you said, exercising, kind of, you know, taking time for yourself so that you can be a better mom and show up for your family as well. So, okay. So that was, we were talking about strategy planning phase, which is like, how do I make this come to life, right? In my current environment, how can I start being this person? So is it a conscious choice? Is it something that you're doing on a daily basis? Is, can you tell a little little bit to that? So different people have different ways of like reminding themselves of this journey that they're on, right? Because we're all met with so many different challenges that challenge who we are and, you know, all day long. And so, you know, for a lot of people coming up with kind of a, a mantra or something that helps them remember or metaphor that helps them remember is really powerful. So I have one client where she talks about like, she wants to be the light, you know, that those are words that really resonate with her. It's so important to find what really, really resonates with you because then you're that much more likely to like respond to it and remember it. So those are the words that resonated with her. And so whenever she's met with something that could pull her light away from, you know, could pull the light out of her, she focuses again on what's most important. And in the beginning, these kinds of things, you know, it is, it's a constant kind of reminder, but after a while it just becomes second nature. And that's kind of the beautiful part of it is you evolve and then all of a sudden you're working on your brand again, but your, your floor has changed, right? And your ceiling has gotten higher. So you're no longer trying to just feel like not completely burnt out all the time. Instead, you're, you know, like you said with email, instead of six o'clock, now it's five o'clock. Like you're just making life even more beautiful and free as you go. So it does become more second nature. It's not like a constant, uh, you know, thing that you have to worry about. Okay. So what is, is there another step or phase in this beyond what we've already discussed? We talked about discovery, strategy. Well, and if someone was wanting to actually have like more of a traditional personal brand, I do have like a marketing and creative phase of things, right? Okay. Why don't you just briefly just touch on that? Sure. Where it's about, you know, how do you go and, and show this person to the world? To someone that doesn't have a big social media presence and doesn't really care about that, it's literally about how are you going to go and lead in the places that you're in, right? How are you going to show up in those places? Like, how are you, one of the things we talk a lot about is authenticity, right? So often at work, it's like, you just, it's like, we're all robots or something. And we're, (laughs) we're just here for the job. And it's like, no, we're all real people with real families, real things going on. So the idea of showing up authentically is huge to make all of this work. Um, But for someone who wants to become an influencer or something, you know, there's a whole creative side of that with logos and color palettes and podcast covers and all kinds of things that I love, love to do too. 
Um, but the, the really fulfilling part of it is helping people just figure out, figure out their lives and making them work for them instead of feeling like they're constantly on the hamster wheel, you know? If you feel like you are stuck and like want to grow either, but you're not sure kind of like what that next level of you is, Mm -hmm. how can you use personal branding to kind of get you there? Yeah. So I think really starting with your values is, is a really great way to start. I think if you're not super, um, if you're not super clear on, and you have to very vulnerable. I have something called the freedom formula where you have to ask yourself to, to, in order to be truly free, you have to ask yourself questions all the time, right? Ask yourself questions in these moments where you're irritated or these moments where you're feeling stuck and, and then be really vulnerable and honest with yourself with the answers. A lot of times the answers to those questions aren't things you maybe want to admit out loud, right? It's like, I'm feeling stuck because I thought I was going to be this amazing businesswoman CEO. And now I'm like, you know, turning into the working mother, like, you know, classic tale, you know, like things like that. And being really honest with yourself on the answers and then actually having to, to take those answers and make decisions, right? Making decisions and then having the faith to see those decisions through knowing that, There's no straight course to anything, right? But if we don't actually face the things that are giving us a hard time, if we just continue to go through life kind of on the hamster wheel, in the routine, just trying to get by, like things aren't going to get fixed. So um, I think doing that to to start with with your values is, is a great way. And then when you think about the different areas of your life that your values touch, you know, your health, your um, your career, your family, your, the dreams you have for your life in the future, um, being really honest with yourself on where you are today and what isn't aligned to those things. Um, and then bit by bit, start to chip away at, you know, the things that aren't working. Um, it's really hard. You don't want to do it all at once. Right. Which is why I'm really focused mostly with my clients on the work-life balance piece of it. But you could focus on your health first. I actually think that's probably the number one place to start a lot of times, Um, because without our health and good energy, it's really hard to see many things through. Totally. And and I feel like once you have a grasp of that person that you want to be and who what their values are, you can start making more like empowered daily choices to move yourself into that direction. Small things on a daily basis from what you're putting in your mouth to what time you're waking up to how you're reacting to a negative email from a coworker, right? These little things compound and every day you're kind of moving in the direction of that person. Yeah. That it is. You want to be our personal brands, our lives, our careers, they're all made up of each of the little decisions that we make, you know? And so it is about all these little decisions and no person, no one's perfect. You know, I go outside my personal brand all the time, freaking Easter candy. It's, you know, perfect example, (laughs) but knowing in the moment, this isn't who I am. And I'm, you know, and I know that, and I'm not going to be back over here at the candy basket tomorrow too, you know, or two hours from now, Um, you know, it's just a way to help keep us aware. It's all about self-awareness and also just, just self-leadership. Self-leadership is such a huge 
piece of it as well, because you need to have a really firm grasp on where you get your self-worth and your self-image, how you view yourself. You know, those need to be really positive because if they're in the wrong places, you're going to kind of keep going in the wrong directions. Like if you hold all your worth in your title, it's mm. probably not going to get you a super happy, fulfilled life where you feel like you're a present parent, you know, with a great career, right? Right, right. A good way, I think, to maybe drill that down is when you're writing down your values, just keep asking yourself, why do I want that? Why? But why do I want that? Because if you're like CEO, right, or whatever, or, you know, if those are the things you're writing down, like, why, why, why? Is it because you think that that's cool, that you're going to be seen as more important, that yeah. you'll be finally respected by your father? Like, what is it that you think this is going to lead to, yeah. right? And if it just gets to like a if the why, 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 like gets you to like a, I think a heart centered place. I feel yeah. like that is when you stop. Absolutely. I think that's when you move forward. Keep asking right. why until you get to the root of it. That's a hundred percent. I've heard seven layers will typically get you there. Um, and I've used it and it works great. I've used it with clients also, but seven levels of why keep asking yourself, okay, I want, I want, I want to be a CEO. Okay. Well, why? Because, you know, I want the recognition and the salary. Okay, why? And just keep going until you get to, because freedom is really important to me. And I don't want to feel like I have to be somewhere all the time to pay our mortgage. You know, like mm -hmm. whatever it is, it's, oh, okay, freedom. That's the answer. You want to mm -hmm. help because you want. Like I want a bigger house with wood floors. <laughs> it's like, why? Yeah. Because I want my kids to run around. But what, you know, and just yeah. keep go. Why, 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 why? Yeah. Um, okay, that's super important. So then, is the evolution the next step? The yeah. last step in yeah. this? Tell me Once about that. You start making these decisions. You start, you know, really introducing people to this new version of you, um, which will be very subtle, right, and very slow as you just make these little decisions. Um, eventually, you know, time passes anyway, right? And so, even though it's a bit of a process it's going to end up going by like that where now all of a sudden your problems are far less, you know, dire than they had been, right? You're able to look at your problems from a much clearer place because you're not feeling so exhausted or desperate or confused or whatever it may be. And so you evolve your brand based on, you know, either you have this, this new floor and a new idea of a new ceiling, a new goal, or maybe it's a new job, or maybe you have a baby and, you know, you're in a new phase of life again, constantly being aware and asking those really vulnerable, honest questions about, okay, so what's the right shift to make here to make sure I stay on that track, right? If the big goal didn't change of where I want to be one day, what's, what's the right move here to make sure that I'm still on brand, I'm still headed in the direction I want to go. Have you, can you give us an example where you've heard of, or like your, one of your clients has had to pivot in some way during this phase? Yeah. Well, for me personally, so I, um, for me, it's so silly, but for my whole life, I wanted to be a VP by 33, not my whole life for my first big job, because my boss, I loved who we were like, had this really friendly competition. He was the first VP at our multi-billion dollar company at 34. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to be a VP by 33. <laughs> and so worked my butt off and, you know, really didn't have the balance and everything else. But ultimately, I became a VP at 33. And 
as many people will probably tell you, that promotion is not as earth shattering and amazing as you think it'll be, right? So what happened? I ended up with more work to do, a higher expectation of travel. Yes, a little more money, you know, but it was like, wait a minute, <laughs> like, why was I wanting this so much? And so I was, I had been working on building some boundaries and things like that at that point, but I made that even more of, of a focus. And then ultimately found that because of, because of the travel that this was requiring of me, that it was taking away too much of my freedom. It was taking away from too much of my values for my family and being a present parent that I ultimately decided to leave my corporate career, which was just, just something I never, ever thought I would do, you know? Um, but it ended up being such an amazing decision. I, I really believe that had that not happened, my daughter, my second born wouldn't be here today. Um, so everything, everything happens, you know, for a reason and in, in the, in, in the right way, when you're following your heart, right. You're following your values, you're being true to yourself. So I think, yeah, the, the like pursuit of these goals that aren't like heart centered when you achieve them, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you anymore because it doesn't, right. It doesn't meet one of those values, right. At that point you look around and you're like, okay, but am I freer? Yeah. No. Yeah. In fact, it's the opposite. So it's so crazy. So you got all the way to VP and then you, then you left. I wasn't even there either. because it wasn't aligned anymore with that with that important core value of yours. Yeah. So what are you up to now? So now I am running my branding agency. So we do the personal brand coaching, and but we also do brand management, brand development. Um, I still have some big clients that I work with um, on that side of things, and it is wonderfully free. <laughs> um, I get to be, I get to meet my son at the school bus most days and I never miss the cheap ball game anymore. He actually just last night got his first hit of the season. I think it's like the eighth game or something. So it was very Yay. And were you there? I was there, of course. Yep. Oh, good. So, um, yeah, and it's great. And I think too, the freedom for me kind of, cause when you're asking that question of your big purpose, right? it's very hard to figure it out when you don't have any time. And so even for my clients who don't, who aren't leaving their corporate careers, we find ways to build more space into their lives. Because if you can't, if you don't have any time to be curious about other things and to follow those curiosities, I, you know, it's going to be very hard to find this fulfilling thing that you're looking for, right? Like, cause a lot of times it's like something's missing there. For me, it was all about trying to get involved in my community and trying, I've always been really fascinated with politics. And so, you know, I've decided to help my friend run a campaign for office this last time. I would have never in a million years had time for that before. I would have never even given it any time in my mind even. And that ended up, we didn't even win our campaign. We ran a very good campaign, but that ended up being more rewarding than the VP promotion, you know, and it was this relatively small thing, but something I was super curious about for so long that I finally just decided to follow through with. So creating space in your life, personal branding can really help you to do that because we all, our calendars and how we use our time is actually completely up to us. It's just 
being intentional about our lives when we're not being aware of what we're doing, we just kind of let the time disappear. Oh my God, that's so true. And like kind of auditing and decluttering the the things that you're putting ahead of yourself in life. I, I can just think of so many examples of that, but that's such a that's such a good one too. And when you know the direction you want to go and that is clear, it helps you kind of declutter and figure out, is this important to me? Why do, why am I doing this? Why am I putting my energy over here? hundred percent. And even smaller things, I do something like I call an influence audit with my clients where you think about the things that are influencing you, right? Because we're all making all these decisions all day. And there's actually all these outside influences that influence that. And one's very silly example, but you know, a lot of us waste our time watching Netflix, you know, watching different things. And I remember I, you know, that show working moms, but in the beginning, I was in a really bad place as a working mom when that show came out. And that show didn't make me feel any better. You know, it made me feel seen. It was funny. It made me laugh. But ultimately, it actually didn't make it made me feel kind of worse. And so I made the decision to cut that out of my life and not, you know, not spend time watching that because I knew it was going to actually affect me in other ways. And so, yeah, just being super intentional about where you're spending your most precious asset, which is your time, um, is critical. This was so great, Mel. Um, where can the listeners connect with you if they're interested in either working with your branding group or with you personally? Yeah. So if you go to on-brandgroup.com, that is my, uh, my branding agency. And there's personal branding on there too, with all my contact information. So um, would love to to speak with anyone. I do a free call to kind of kick things off to see if, you know, this kind of thing would be a fit, if we kind of jive together well or not. Um, you know, because a coaching a coaching relationship is, you know, very personal. And I think that making sure that we're right a right fit is good. So awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Confidence Council podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure you click the follow button so that you're notified every time a new episode drops. If you want more content between episodes, check out the show's Instagram account and website, which will be linked in the show notes for you below. If you're walking away from today's episode feeling more confident or empowered in some way, please share it with a friend or share it on social media so that others can benefit from it too. Thank you again, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now.